the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Plan Your Estate Radio with your host, San Jose Estate Planning Attorney Bob Bergman. Bob's been practicing law for over 40 years and is certified by the State Bar of California as a legal specialist in estate planning trust and probate law. Bob is here to help you set your house in order with valuable insights you can use today to prepare a better tomorrow for your loved ones. And now your host for Plan Your Estate Radio, Attorney Bob Bergman. Good afternoon, Bay Area. I'm back now. This is my first broadcast show of the new year. I went ahead and um, had a rebroadcast a week ago um, at the end of last year because I had some other things going on with my family that turned out to be more important than being on the air with you all. And I apologize for that, but I won't apologize for preferring my family over uh, broadcasting on the air. So this is my first show of 2023. I want to welcome you. I'd like to let you all know, first of all, um, (coughs) excuse me, I have this lingering cough that I think is because of COVID, about with COVID I had back in August, and uh, it just is hanging on and hanging on, and it seems to be no matter what I do, it... uh, Surfaces, So it may surface a few times in the show today. I apologize ahead of time if I cough in your ear. But uh, I haven't found anything that really controls it other than uh, to stop talking for quite some time. And that's kind of hard to do when you're doing a radio show for an hour or so. So let me first of all let you all know that... um, um, I do um, do actually do estate planning for employees of various companies here in the Bay Area. Companies that actually have legal assistance plans as part of their employee assistance plan or employee assistance program or EAP. Um, many major companies, most major companies have a plan like that. And uh, to let you know, I'm actually an active attorney provider for two of those plans. One is called LawPoint, which is offered through Comsych, which is the employee assistance plan. Uh, the major company that I'm aware of that has Comsych is Apple Computer. So if you're an employee of Apple Computer, you have access to this legal service plan. And what it does, uh, it offers uh, a free consultation with me, half-hour consultation. And it also offers a 25% discount off of my usual fees for the various types of legal work that I do as an estate planning attorney. So if you've been looking to get your planning done... 
check with human resources at your company to see if you have a legal service plan. I'm an attorney provider for LawPoint, which is offered through ComPsych, and I'm also attorney provider for CLC Incorporated, which is kind of a strange, uh, strange name for a legal service plan, but there we go. Um, so check with your companies. Uh, if your company has the ARAG, A-R-A-G plan or the Hyatt plan, which is MetLife, I'm not a provider for those plans, but those plans do do some reimbursement for employees that use an attorney, such as myself, outside of the plan. They'll actually reimburse uh, typically several hundred, I think maybe up to $1,000 of whatever fees you pay to someone outside of their uh, legal provider network. So that's something worth considering as well. Uh, if your company has one of those plans like ARAG or uh, the Hyatt Legal Plan, which is MetLife, check with them and see what kind of reimbursement they offer. Because if you've been looking at having someone like me assist you with your planning, take advantage of whatever benefits you have at your companies. Uh, if you work for like one of the big companies and many smaller companies actually have these legal service plans. So it's certainly worth checking into. Now, today I'm going to be mixing it up. I'm going to be doing some questions and comments, but I'm also going to be sharing uh, some information out of my uh, newly updated California Consumer Guide to wills, living trusts, and estate planning, uh, my 2023 edition, which I just finished putting together this morning. It's now available on my website at lawbob.com. If you go there and look at the tab for, uh, I believe it's for resources, let me let me double check that real quick. Uh, if you go to the tab for, give me a moment here. Uh, if you go for, excuse me, a tab for education. If you go to the education tab, you'll see there's videos from my YouTube channel on various estate planning to um, topics. There are blog articles. I also have a web page that has the California statutory forms for wills, simple wills, powers of attorney, and advanced health care directives. So if you want to do something quick, down, and dirty, I've provided those forms. Those are the forms that have actually been created by the legislature for people in California to use. I'm not recommending or or I'm not advising use those forms or not use those forms. I'm just providing them so it's easy for people to uh, quickly download something and at least get something in place until they can meet someone like me to do a very thorough, comprehensive estate plan. And then on that particular drop-down, you'll also see um, a link to download my estate planning consumer guide. And if you click on there, 
you'll be you'll go to a page where you can the bottom of the page it says click here to download consumer guide that will actually allow you to download the guide from Dropbox and uh, and then it's a PDF file when you download it that way there are actually some hyperlinks in it if you wanted to book a call you can click on the link that says book a call it'll bring you right back to my website or actually it'll bring you right to a booking link where you can actually uh, book a call with me meaning book a consultation now I'm going to start first with some questions and comments from around the state of California here um, here someone that says uh, my daughter is the trustee in my trust and I want her to keep one of my son's share and distribute annually to him I don't want his share to go to his wife well to do that you need to leave your son's share that you want to have the daughter handle for him in trust for him what I call the castle trust which is an asset protected trust and it would be a great way actually to um, to keep his inheritance separate from his marriage if this person doesn't want things to go to his son's wife that is the most solid way that I can think of from an estate planning standpoint to make sure that happens as much as possible so we have about a minute left in this first segment and um, I want to urge you go to my website at lawbob.com there's a lot of things there you can look and see the various practice areas that I have and read about them you can go to my link for workshops and actually um, actually check and see when my next workshops will be coming up I don't have any new ones up there yet but there should be something up there in the next couple of weeks uh, there's a contact link if you want to send me a question and then there is of course the booking link so we'll be coming back after this first show break with more plan your state radio this is estate planning attorney your host Bob Bergman, and I'll talk with you on the other side of the break. This is Plan Your Estate Radio with San Jose estate planning attorney Bob Bergman on AM 1220 KDOW. Hi, welcome back to the second segment of the show today. And I'm going to take this segment and maybe even some of the third segment and talk about um, a topic that is a very important topic in estate planning. And that's how inheritances are lost. <clears throat> now, one of the things that's true is that traditional estate planning in the past and even now focuses on avoiding probate and conservatorship and minimizing or eliminating the death tax. Now, the death tax is not that much of an issue anymore for most people because the exclusion from that tax is several millions of dollars. In fact, it's now $12.92 million as of January 1, a few days ago. And it's going to stay at a high level at least this year and next year. 
And even in 2026, when it drops down, it's probably going to drop down about 50% from wherever it's at in 2024, which means it's probably still going to be six and a half or seven million dollars. So that's some. So the um, the real thing, a real problem, is that a lot of estate planning in the past, and a lot of planners today, they don't pay any attention at all or little attention to planning for safe passage of assets on to the next and subsequent generations of heirs without them being lost through various reasons, which I'm going to share with you today. Now, I read somewhere there's an Asian proverb that roughly translates as from rice paddy to rice paddy in three generations. Uh, You'll hear similar types of sayings and proverbs from around the world. But what this generally means here in the U.S. is that the first generation of a family, many times poorly educated but hardworking and driven by strong cultural values, often has built a family fortune to pass on to the next generation. I see this all the time. Uh, Here in Santa Clara County, you can see the many family businesses and their many fortunes built by first members of a family that moved into the valley, often from other parts of the country or other parts of the world. I mean, orchards, farms, restaurants, department stores, wineries, convenience and grocery stores, um, landlords with multiple rental properties, many other businesses fit this pattern. It can also be seen in the many success stories of immigrants and others achieving financial success, often tremendous financial success, in the tech industry. Now, the second generation here in Silicon Valley is often better educated, and often the education is paid for from the family fortune built by the first generation. The second generation may still have many of the values of the first generation and may also have an interest in continuing a family business, building further wealth. The third generation, however, is often still better educated than the second generation and has likely been raised entirely here in American culture. Now, this generation often has no interest in the family business, which can lead to the family business and wealth being lost due to a lack of interest. Now, even if the third generation is interested, there are several forces that conspire to destroy the wealth of the family. I'm going to share some stories. These are not real people, but they're real situations, several of which I've seen in my practice. And uh, it will show how families and their heirs can end up losing inheritances. Then I'll wrap it up today talking about how, with proper planning, a family can work together to guarantee as much as possible that family wealth will not be lost. Now let's talk about Bill. 
This is Bill's story. He'd been in financial difficulty his whole life. He always had his credit cards maxed out, was late on his rent, already had several judgments against him for unpaid bills. His wages at work were being garnished by various creditors. He was 30 years old and his prospects were bleak. Then Bill's parents died, leaving him everything they owned, including their house here in Santa Clara County. Unfortunately, they left their property outright to Bill. Bill's creditors took all the cash. And soon, because Bill had never learned how to handle his finances, he lost the house to foreclosure. Forty years of hard work and sacrifice by his parents was gone in less than two years. So at the age of 32, Bill was still in debt and had nothing left from his parents. If only someone had put in charge of Bill's inheritance to handle it for him. Now let's talk about Ruth. When Ruth's parents died, they left her a nice inheritance. Unfortunately, four years later, Ruth was in a car accident that incapacitated her, leaving her wheelchair bound. She now needed 24-hour care due to her injuries. Because she had property, she had to use up most of her property to pay for her care, including the inheritance for her parents. Not only was the property lost paying for her care, but the inheritance was lost as well. She's now trying to survive solely on government assistance. She hopes that the government will be there for her, but she's uncertain of her future care. Now, Marissa had been happily married to Jim for 10 years and had two wonderful children. Two years ago, Marissa's mother, Jane, died, leaving her her home and investments totaling over $800,000. Marissa sold everything and converted it into cash. When the check arrived from her mother's lawyer for inheritance, Marissa put the check into the joint account she held with her husband. Five years later, Marissa died, and everything they owned together, including her inheritance, went to Jim. Jim then remarried, started a new family, and left everything to his new wife and new child, with nothing going to Marissa's children. Question. Could Marissa's mother have made sure that Marissa's inheritance from her would pass to Marissa's children, Jane's grandchildren? Well, we're coming up on the mid-show break, and when we come back, I'll share a few more stories with you and then talk about how we actually can deal with situations like I've outlined so far on the show today. So this is attorney Bob Bergman, and I'll talk with you on the other side of the break for the third segment, Plan Your Estate Radio. This is your host. This is Plan Your Estate Radio with San Jose estate planning attorney Bob Bergman on AM 1220 KDOW. 
and welcome back. So I'm going to continue with more stories here. Let's talk about John's story. John had started his furniture store with high hopes. He'd sunk everything he owned into the fixtures, inventory, lease, etc. When he ran out of money and the business failed, all his vendors and other creditors came after him for payment. He had to file for personal bankruptcy, facing the loss of almost everything he owned. Unfortunately, his troubles were just beginning. To add insult to injury, one month after he filed for bankruptcy, his father died, leaving him an inheritance of half a million dollars. Now, you might ask, how is that insult to injury? Well, here's why. Because he was in bankruptcy, the court-appointed bankruptcy trustee seized the $500,000 inheritance, used it to pay his creditors. When the bankruptcy trustee was done, John was no longer bankrupt because his creditors had been paid. Technically, the bankruptcy was dismissed because all his creditors were paid. But $450,000 of the half a million had gone to his creditors. Could John's father have done something to protect John's inheritance? Now, let's talk about Janet's story. Janet's parents died, leaving her about half a million dollars that she promptly invested in a diversified portfolio of of stock, bonds, and mutual funds. A few years later, Janet was out driving near the farmer's market at her local mall when she lost control of her car and drove right through a crowd of people waiting in line for kettle corn. Although nobody was killed and it was ruled an accident by the police, Janet ended up seriously injuring Ten people. The resulting lawsuits against her for negligence ended up in judgments against her that were more than her automobile and homeowner's insurance would cover. The resulting collection efforts by her judgment creditors took nearly everything that Janet owned, including, yeah, you guessed it, the half-million dollars inherited from her parents. Could the accidental loss of Janet's inheritance have been avoided? Let's talk about Mike's story. Mike lost his parents when he was 16 years old. He went to live with his aunt and uncle, who were also given control of the property left for Mike by his parents, which totaled over $300,000. In other words, they became his guardians, and the court ordered them to hold on to his inheritance because at age 16, Mike could not actually own his inheritance. Unfortunately, when Mike turned 18 years of age, he demanded his inheritance from his aunt and uncle, who were obligated by law to turn it over to him. Because Mike had no experience handling money, he spent his inheritance 
like there was no tomorrow. He dropped out of high school, bought a sports car, partied with his friends, and ran through his entire inheritance within two years. Instead of using the money to finish high school and go on to college or start a business, at the end of two years, Mike had no way, had no money left, and he was reduced to working at a minimum wage job just to put food on the table. If only someone else could have handled his inheritance for him until he was educated and knew more about money and was mature enough to handle it properly. Now, all of these children and the stories I've related share the following in common. They all lost their inheritances because they received their inheritances outright from their parents. Is there an alternative that can protect a child's inheritance from being lost in one of these ways? Yes, there is. I call it the Castle Trust planning option. Now, the castle, picture a castle, if you will. Picture it in your mind. A lot of people, if I say that, they think of Cinderella's castle at Disneyland or maybe Sleeping Beauty's castle at the Magic Kingdom in Florida. They may think of Windsor Castle or the Tower of London or any one of the other hundreds of castles in the world. But whatever castle you visualize, you'll realize they all had things in common. They often had high walls, thick walls, heavily guarded, fortified entryways, maybe surrounded by a moat, either very, very deep, uh, filled with water, or perhaps filled with um, um, obstacles of various kinds, and heavily armed defenders to protect the castle from, from assault. The Castle Trust planning option protects your children's or other heirs' inheritance by passing the inheritance in trust to them instead of outright to them. It can be appropriate to use whether you're married or unmarried. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's for children or for other relatives or even friends that you want to leave property to. It has the following benefits. Your children or other heirs have the use and benefit of the property held in trust, and the trustee of the trust may use as much of the income and other property in the trust that's necessary for the needs of those beneficiaries in the areas of health, education, Maintenance and support, and maintenance and support includes things like food, clothing, shelter, recreation, and vacation. Your children or other heirs do not actually own the property, and that's an important point. It's owned by the trust, which is an irrevocable trust, meaning it can't be changed. The lack of ownership of the inheritance provides a high level of asset protection for the inheritance. Because the inheritance is not owned, it's almost impossible 
for the beneficiaries to lose it in a divorce, a lawsuit, bankruptcy, or through mismanagement. When properly structured, this planning option can also pass on the inheritance to the beneficiary's own children or other heirs with the same asset protection as before. And property passed on this way using your applicable exclusion amount can often be passed on to your heir's descendants for possibly a few generations free from the federal estate tax. Imagine passing on several hundred thousand dollars that can grow for several years without being touched by the death tax system. That's one of the major benefits of the Castle Trust planning option. Not every attorney knows how to draft a trust in this way. Uh, you will not find drafting options like this in any of the do-it-yourself options that are out there because it's a more sophisticated drafting option. And there's some very specific choices that need to be made in how the trust is created, what kind of power or lack of power is given to the beneficiary, whether the beneficiary can ever be in charge of their own trust as a trustee, either as a co-trustee, what I call the student driver trustee, learning how the trust works, or as the sole trustee at some point, taking over and operating the trust, following the guidelines in there to keep the inheritance able to be used, but separate from the personal relationships and finances and activities of the beneficiary. That's the Castle Trust planning option. And I think it's a fantastic option for families to consider. I've had um, people come to me and say, well, my children are all financially stable. They're all, uh, they're all in their 40s, sometimes even in their 50s. I don't see why I should do this. And I ask questions like, well, are they married? Yes. Do you think that marriage could fail? I suppose it could. I don't see it happening. But you know what? People get divorced after 20, 30, 40, even 50 years, and nobody saw it coming. Um, so, so that's something to consider right there. Protecting the inheritance, things can happen to people, even good people who are mature, who are fiscally responsible. They can still have life happen to them in such a way that it can impact an inheritance that they've received. This is a safer way to leave an inheritance where it's still available to be used by the person, accessed if they need it, but is protected against things that come against them in their lifetime. So we're coming up at the end of the third segment of our show today. When we come back, I'll wrap it up. This is attorney Bob Bergman, host of Plan Your Estate Radio, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Now, back to Plan Your Estate Radio with attorney Bob Bergman. And welcome back. 
to the final segment of our show today. I just covered uh, talking about the Castle Trust planning option, and I think I'm going to wind up the show today talking about another planning option that I have in my practice that is very uncommon, but it will be of great interest to those of you out there who have minor children. Whether it is your own children or whether it's grandchildren, if you don't have minor children, this is to you grandparents that have minor grandchildren, something to consider talking over with your own children and their spouses or partners about those minor grandchildren. So let me pose a question. If you went out to dinner tonight and didn't come home, what would happen to your children? I know that's a hard question. Without proper planning, children could end up in the county foster care system. Child Protective Services would come and pick those children up, whether it's from the babysitter, whether it's uh, because they're at school, they would get picked up. Even police and social workers who work in the foster care system will admit that it's overcrowded, underfunded, and it's broken. Most will work hard to avoid taking children into custody and putting them into foster care. However, for them to do that, they need to be assured that your children would not be at risk if they're left in the care and custody of other adults until the probate court can appoint one or more guardians for your children. Your children could end up with relatives you would want to raise them, or they could end up with relatives you would not want to raise them just because they're relatives. On the other hand, with proper planning, they could end up with friends of yours that actually share your values and your beliefs. Now, the Children's Legacy Plan is a type of planning that I do for those who have minor children. It helps to keep your minor children out of foster care if something happens to you. It provides for temporary caretakers or first responders that can temporarily take custody of and care for your minor children until permanent guardians can be appointed by the court. It nominates permanent guardians for your children to give the probate court guidance on your wishes. A lot of people don't know that you don't actually choose your guardians. The court chooses your guardians. All you can do is nominate or name who you want, but ultimately it's a judge that decides who's going to be appointed to care for your children. With the legacy plan, you can also confidentially identify family members you would not want to serve as guardians for your children. This could be for emotional, physical, or sexual abuse, drug or alcohol problems, poor financial habits, a history of mental illness, criminal behavior, anything else that's of concern to you. You can confidentially identify those people so that that can be provided to the court if necessary to let the court know how you feel about that family member uh, tossing their hat into the ring to be the guardian for your child. It provides a medical power of attorney for your minor children 
so someone you trust can make medical and healthcare decisions for them if you're not available or you're unable to do so. Maybe there was an accident, you were killed in the accident, but your children were injured and they're in the hospital. Someone needs to be able to make healthcare decisions for them. You could designate someone ahead of time for that purpose. It also gives the ability to provide written instructions for your children's caregivers, such as daycare, preschool, and elementary or high school, so they know who to call and what to do if they find out that something has happened to you. There's also written instructions and guidance for the guardians of your children, letting them know how you wish for your children to be raised, what activities you want them to be involved in, and who the people are in their lives you wish to continue in their lives, including any restrictions on contacts with those people. This is especially important to consider if your family lives in other states or even other countries. It helps to have one or more local friends who could temporarily care for your children until family can arrive to start the guardianship process in the court system. This can help keep your children out of the foster care system. So I'm going to be wrapping it up for today. I just wanted to remind you all that I'm an attorney provider for the Law Point and CLC Incorporated Legal Service Plans. Both of them actually provide for a free half-hour consultation and a 25% discount off of my usual planning fees uh, for estate planning. If you belong to the ARAG or the MetLife Legal Plan, that's Hyatt Legal, they will often uh, reimburse you a certain amount if you use an attorney such as myself that's outside of their network. You can check with human resources, find out if you actually have one of these benefits, and consider it using it to come and visit me so I can do your planning for you. So I want you all to have a great weekend. Uh, we're done with the show today. This is attorney Bob Bergman, host of Plan Your Estate Radio. And I hope you have a safe and productive weekend here in this new year. Goodbye. You've been listening to Plan Your Estate Radio with estate planning attorney Bob Bergman. For more information on today's program or to schedule a consultation, visit lawbob.com. L-A-W-B-O-B, lawbob.com. Or call his office in San Jose, 408-247-0444. That's 408-247-0444. And be sure to tune in next week for more Plan Your Estate Radio with attorney Bob Bergman. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of this station and are for informational purposes only and should not be construed to be legal, financial, or tax advice. Seek appropriate legal advice regarding your particular situation. Attorney Bob Bergman does not offer any guarantees with regard to the outcome of your legal matter. Prior results in other cases do not guarantee a similar outcome in your case. All rights reserved. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.